Hello, everybody. Uh, we are joined by Dan. Hey, Dan, how's it going? Hey there, my man, buddy. Glad to be here with you for another great and awesome show. Just uh, here, just very excited. Glad to hear your voice. Awesome. You, you as well. I was actually talking to you beforehand a little bit. And uh, so, so tell me, tell me about yourself. How's, how are things going? Life is great. And I was just told that uh, basically, uh, unfortunately, we were told about the tax rates in Finland because I made, that was my first company in Europe, basically. And uh, now after a little bit of uh, deliberation, we realized uh, we got our first month's basically tax report. And uh, unfortunately, the results were not very good. And we realized that, unfortunately, the tax rates in Nordic countries is very high for foreign companies. And uh, since we somehow did some, you know, a little bit of calculation, we realized it's actually much better for us to uh, somehow relocate our company to another city, uh, basically in uh, Europe. Uh, and we found uh, the best prices and the best conditions available in Germany. So now we are planning to actually move the company officially from Finland to Berlin, Germany. And uh, it'll take a while because we have to first uh, uh, annihilate the company basically in uh, Finland. And then we have to move it up because fortunately, that's one of the good things about the European Union. If you have anything in one part of Europe, you can actually have it easily in the other part. So it's not like moving from one country to another, but like everything is linked. So moving a company from Finland, uh, let's say, to Germany is kind of like in the U.S. It's like moving, for, I don't know, from one part of uh, Los Angeles to another, like, I don't know, from San Francisco to, I don't know, let's say Los Angeles. So it's really not that that much of a hassle. And all the, you know, the documents and certificates can be easily moved. And that's one of the things I really wish we had more in the U.S. or in other parts of the world, because I really appreciate the fact that you can just move things easily around in Europe. So now we're in the process of transitioning the company from uh, Finland to Germany. Uh, because that will make it a lot more profitable for us since, uh, as you know, uh, anybody who works in business, they have two major allergies. Uh, number one is bad customers and number two is taxes. So given the fact that right now we are uh, dealing with higher taxes in Finland, we thought this is a great idea to actually move the company from Finland to Germany, which is not that far in terms of geography because I also have a company in uh, Russia. So uh, Germany is not too far from Russia. And at the same time, it's in the European Union and it's going to allow me to trans, you know, travel back and forth easily between Russia and Germany when I'm in Europe. And of course, Germany is also close to the Middle East, to Dubai. And uh, at the same time, there's direct flight to the U.S. So it's pretty good. I just thought that we're going to use Germany as our center in Europe to have access to the United States for direct flights and to also move to other parts, basically, of uh, Europe as well as Middle East. So it's pretty good. And we hope we're going to get started soon. And I hope we can get things uh, done in the next uh, six months or so. That is quite amazing. That's quite amazing. Uh, I hope everything goes smoothly for you, and uh, and uh, we'll hear more about it, I'm sure, in future episodes as things progress. Definitely, for sure. Yeah. We, today we, we're talking about uh, a concept that I, I'm, uh, I'm very interested in personally, um, and especially because in my personal opinion and view, um, one of the most important commodities that everybody has is themselves, and, uh, especially in today's world where uh, there's too many, like not too many, but there's so many opportunities, but at the same time, there's uh, so much competition as well. Absolutely. Of, yeah, in terms of job markets, being an entrepreneur, what, what have you, we, it doesn't matter what you want to do. If you want to be your own boss or you want to work for somebody else, doesn't matter. It's pretty much the same thing. So. A uh, subject that comes to my mind that is very interesting to me is how can you basically present yourself and, and in a sense, I, I call it sell yourself to other people to either collaborate with you, uh, become business partners, 
um, personal friends, uh, uh, personal uh, advisors, I sometimes call these people, who, who can basically give you advice, mentors, or potential empl employers. Um, so, um, so my question for you is that, how do you see um, self-presentation in today's world? Wow, you, you mentioned entrepreneurship. I think the ability to promote yourself is literally the number one factor that determines your success in life and in business. I repeat, your ability to promote yourself and to present yourself in the best manner possible is the number one detriment of your success in personal and professional life. Because if you cannot present yourself well, you cannot attract good clients. You cannot attract the attention of prospective customers. In your personal life, if you can't present yourself, you probably cannot find the love of your life or the kind of woman that you really want to be with, right? Uh, if you don't, cannot present yourself, you probably cannot you know, make sure that you get the best results in university and your academic lifestyle. So the way you promote yourself, from my point of view, determines your social success more than anything else. We know that things that are of lower quality but of better promotion will always do better in all aspects and faster societies than those that are, that are of high quality but nobody knows them. And that is why I believe that self-presentation and the ability to promote yourself in a way that impresses and attracts the attention of other people is the number one skill of marketing, sales, and entrepreneurship. But not only that, but also in your personal life, that will then allow you to attract and build a great social circle made of people who truly appreciate you and who like to be around you. Because uh, it doesn't matter how great you are from the inside. If nobody sees how great you are, if they don't understand how kind you are and how much you care about them, then you're not going to get the results that you want. And it doesn't matter how, how much uh, you've worked, basically, on acquiring your talents or skills as, uh, let's say, a service provider, as an expert, or whatever. If people don't think that you're really good, if you don't carry that level of confidence in your uh, steps and the way you carry yourself, then the clients are not going to believe you. I mean, like, yeah, maybe you have some experience, but I don't know that, right? So... Ultimately, self-promotion and self-presentation, from my point of view, is the hardest skill to master because it's never taught in school. Like no one has ever, we never had like self-presentation 101. We've had a lot of useless courses in school, but no one has ever taught us the importance of self-presentation. Although those, uh, let's say, uh, sports jockeys in, uh, in your high school, I don't know, the quarterbacks, who knew how to present themselves, they got the hottest chicks, right? And they had a lot of basically fans and, uh, you know, uh, let's say uh, those who love them. But for most of us, in, you know, most of the nerdy, nerds in the high school, we didn't know how to do these things, right? It was like, oh, look at this guy. He's the, this guy's a quarterback, man. This guy's got the cheerleader right here. And the, he's so popular in, in, in the school. And like, wow, how does he, how does he do that? Well, the answer is very simple. It's, it's called promotion. It's called self-promotion and self-presentation. And once you learn to present yourself well, you will do well in all aspects of your social life. And that is true even if you're perhaps in reality and technically inferior to someone who simply does not know how to present themselves, how to promote themselves, which is why if you look at it right now, look at, you know, think about politics. Trump is a master at self-presentation, you know, which is why he, he got elected first time, right? Even though he was not quite qualified for the task, but he was very good. I mean, you got to give this guy this, you know, this credit. He was very good at self -promotion. He still is, actually. So self-presentation is an art. And the reason that Trump did it pretty well is because he's a businessman. And if you work in business, you know that the first rule is advertise, market, and promote. So 
once you get good at this stuff, then of course everything else falls through. Therefore, it's extremely important to know how to present yourself in a way that attracts the attention of other people, makes them want to be around you, trust you, and work with you, and of course, establish relationships. Yeah, uh, that, that's that's amazing. Uh, uh, it makes a lot of sense. And sometimes I feel like there is some 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 sort of stigma attached to the notion of uh, self presenting. Uh, if you do so, then you come across maybe a little bit um, arrogant sometimes. And there's a there's a sometimes not necessarily depends on what subculture you're part of, but some sub, definitely some subcul subcultures do see this as an as a as a negative thing that you need to be more humble and let others promote you, for, 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 for example. What is, what is your thought process about that? You see, that's one of the things I realized. Uh, as you know, I speak most of the major languages around the world, and I know almost all the major cultures. And this is the case in almost everywhere except America, in that, like, you can literally know, like, in our culture, basically, it's a lot more acceptable to promote yourself, like, if you're an American. Uh, but if you act that way, then you will be called an American in Europe, for example. If you're somehow a lot, let's say you dress in a certain way that attracts the attention, or you uh, somehow taunt your skills or abilities. Uh, but the thing is this, uh, I really believe that even though many cultures around the world, especially the West, the Eastern culture, as well as the European culture, uh, somehow tends to not like promotion very much because they value uh, society and, you know, they are more like uh, collectivists in that they don't want the individual to shine. They want the whole society to shine. Then, of course, in those societies, it's sometimes a taboo. But in those very same societies, those few individuals who are good at self-promotion generally tend to, you know, steal the spotlight in whatever area or uh, field they're in. And uh, that's precisely why I believe that it's it's really important to be able to present yourself, even if you are in a culture where people think of that to be a little bit arrogant. Because ultimately, even if you're in the U.S., you can still face with resistance. Because the whole idea of presenting yourself and running yourself, it involves some fear. Because number one, you could not be accepted. You could easily be rejected. And number two, not always people have that level of confidence in them to be able to somehow uh, promote themselves. Like, oh, man, if I talk about how cool I am, they're going to seem like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that, right? So it, it takes a lot more courage to promote yourself and to present yourself in a way that uh, uh, seems appealing than it is to just hide. I remember today, I was, uh, of course today, but it was about a few years ago, I was talking to a friend of mine and he said like, Dan, I just want to be a normal guy. I just want to be a regular guy. I don't want anything. I want to live a simple life and I want to hide all of my abilities and talents, even though I have a lot of them. I just want to live a very simple life. And that guy who did hide all of his talents is still living with his mom, doesn't have any real career going on, and he's, I'm not sure he's actually very happy. You see, that's the problem. You can be a nobody and hide all your talents, but if you want to be a somebody, then you have no way but to promote your, uh, yourself. I mean, think of like any major brand, personal or product, Coca-Cola, Mercedes, I don't know, BMW, I don't know, Apple, Microsoft, Google, they are promoting all the time. Think of all the top personal brands, Gary Vee brand, for example, like all those things. They are being promoted 24-7. So if you want to be somebody, you don't have a choice but to face with the fear and the difficulty of promoting you. Because, guys, it's not easy to promote yourself, man. It's not easy. Because you will have haters. You will have those like, oh, look at this idiot. Ooh, who's that? I mean, like anyone who knows how to promote themselves will inevitably face with jealous people, with haters, naysayers, and those who will doubt like, what the hell? Because most people simply don't like to you know, see someone 
who comes along and just starts promoting him or herself, right? So you will inevitably have that resistance from somewhere. And if you don't have a strong reality and enough self-confidence to just keep pushing through without caring about these idiots, haters and naysayers, then of course you will fall back and you have just, you know, join the gray masses and just hide all your talents and just, my mom knows it and that's all that matters. My wife knows and that's all that matters. No, it doesn't. If you have some talent that only your mom and wife knows, then you don't have a talent. If people around the world don't know your talent, it's as if you do not have that talent. Dude, live in a world, we're running a world where if it's not shared, it doesn't exist. I mean, uh, the author, uh, Noel Harari, in his book, Homo Deus, talked about this, it's called Dadaism, which is the new religion, uh, basically, uh, which will be our future religion in the world. And Dadaism basically is about sharing information. And in the modern world, literally, we're in a world where if things aren't shared, it is as if they have never existed. So you might be very good at dancing or singing or drawing. You might be very good at solving certain problems. You might be a terrific engineer, a fantastic designer, a top-tier athlete. You might, you might really punch well in the ring. But if nobody knows these talents and skills, it is as if you don't have them. And that's the problem. People spend so much darn time building skills and ability and talent without ever putting uh, you know, uh, a tenth of that effort to promote those uh, efforts so that others know those things, which is why I'm a huge fan of facing with the inevitable problem of haters, jealous people, those who leave bad comments, those who's like, oh, look at this guy, he's got all these things. And understand that if you want to be somebody, you cannot go under the radar. No one who's ever gone under the radar was ever, ever someone that we know today. Whether it was Mahatma Gandhi, whether it was Muhammad Ali, whether it was, I don't know, Tony Robbins, whether it was, uh, I don't know, even Trump, as we see right now today, whether it was, I don't know, uh, Barack Obama, whether whoever, I mean, name one person, one singer, one athlete who has gone under the radar and has become globally known and a top leader. It's impossible. And unfortunately, we live in a world where almost everybody prefers to go under the radar because of the system, obviously. And because of this, they wonder why the, the, all these few people uh, the, who are promoting themselves are getting all the, you know, the rewards. Very simple. Because they're willing to go out there, put in the effort, resist you know, the problems, and start promoting themselves. And promoting yourself is not always easy. As we mentioned earlier, the first thing you do when you start promoting yourself is criticism. That's the first thing that will happen. The moment you start promoting yourself for anything, whether it's uh, your new restaurant with the cool recipe, whether it's your new gym that just got open, maybe, maybe it's your personal brand, whatever it is, you start attracting criticism. You shouldn't do it this way. Why are you doing this? And even maybe somebody closely would do that, right? So because of this, you need to learn. If you want to do well in this world, if you want to be somebody, you simply cannot go under the radar. And that is why self-promotion, uh, self-presentation, and uh, ideally creating a personal brand are the keys to the future in our modern economies. Uh, you mentioned some like, practical ways to actually come about this, and we're going to get into it. But I want to also mention, you mentioned Trump. And um, I think, ironically, populism basically means self-promotion. And the leaders who tend to be uh, more aggressively self-promoting a wind of populist uh, uh, Absolutely. Is, is Look at him, man. Yeah. He's in the White House. How yeah. could he get there? It's called and, and, promotion. Yeah, and, and as you mentioned, half of the country actually hates the guy, maybe more than half. 
But it's uh, always like this. Yeah. You think half the country do not hate Gary Vee or right. Tony Robbins or I don't know any top personal brand. When yeah. you become a personal brand, when you start promoting, you will automatically, by its nature, attract haters, and it's it's normal. I mean, you simply can't please everyone. You want to please everybody? Sell ice cream. Don't try to be somebody. <laughs> ice creams are great, definitely. Most people like ice cream. Although there, you will have still haters. Uh, you see that? Haters. Even ice cream doesn't save you. Even yeah. ice cream doesn't save you. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure dentists are not happy about it. <laughs> oh my! You see that? You see that? I, in the you can't even sell ice cream and uh, please everybody. Can you believe that? Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite quite amazing. That's a, that's a good point. That, that was actually a good good, good example of it. Now, uh, now that we got into it, I would like for you to share some of your uh, experiences in this matter in that uh, share some of the practical ways that somebody can go about um, creating a personal brand or promoting themselves, uh, any, any of the sort that you for would sure. think is useful. Very well. Good question. First of all, I really believe that the key to a successful personal brand is to have a brand that is distinguishable from other brands. In sales, we call it unique selling proposition or USP, unique selling proposition. You see, the problem with uh, personal brands and those who get started with it is that they don't know how to make it and they don't know what to surround their personal brand over. You see, a personal brand of an average dude who has average things and everything is a, an average brand. And average brands are as if there are no brands. Anybody on the street right now, the guy who's, uh, I don't know, asking for a quarter and looking for the food in the trash can, uh, the, ra the random guy next to you in the subway station or whatever it is, these guys, they all have personal brands. I mean, they, they, have, uh, they have what? They have a unique look and they have a unique style of appearance perhaps or something. So everybody is technically, every individual is technically a brand, right? But the problem is, are you an average brand or are you a brand that stands out? Which is why successful personal branding is about uh, creating a brand about something that makes you unique and special and different from other people. And every single one of us has something that makes us unique and different. It's just impossible. You, you can bring me the lowest IQ individual in your high school who had no talent at anything. And if I talk to him for a while, we are going to find his or her talent that makes him or her unique. Every single one of us is born unique. Pujix, you are the one Pujix in history. No one in the history was ever like Pujix, and no one in the future will ever be like Pujix. There's only one Pujix, and that's you. And that makes you unique. And the same thing applies to every single one of us. And once we understand that every single one of us, we are unique, we then stop trying to conform and instead we dig deep. What is it that makes me different? And once you understand that, again, this question might bother a lot of people who perhaps, uh, I don't know, uh, let's say live in Finland, who believe in all equality, and then they got to tax the foreign investors up to 45% and then cause that guy to go to Germany. Thank you very much, Germany, for 25%. Appreciate it. <laughs> Finland, you can put it up here. You know what? All right. So, but the point is, this is a reality, right? It's a reality in that in certain societies, asking such questions will be problematic, right? Because they say like, oh, you're being so eager. But you got to know this. There is no good personal brand about something that is average. Nothing average creates a good person. The first thing is, what makes me above average? And every single one of us has something that is above average, 
or unique or special. Maybe you were, you, you, as, as Gary, a great example is like Gary Vee. This guy sucked at school. I mean, he was, he was a kid that just got spat on and like he, he did poorly at school, but he was very good in selling and marketing and branding. Maybe Pujix, maybe you are not going to be, I don't know, the world's best wrestler, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe you're a pretty tough guy. But if it comes to, let's say, physics, if it comes to, let's say, I don't know, podcasting or other things, being a producer, maybe you're one of the best there is in the whole world, right? So every single one of us, we have something that is unique, special, or above average. A good personal brand will magnify that and focuses, zooms on it, and zeroes in on that basically talent and shows to the, to the public. And once you uh, then are known as that cool person, because only above average or exceptional abilities attract the attention. Av average stuff never attracts anyone's attention. If you see someone who is on Instagram with, I don't know, 25 followers, that brand or that person is posting average photos or average videos. Average photos and videos do not attract followers. Now, if you're somebody who has 70 followers, now this person is putting more uh, interesting stuff, uh, basically, on, on uh, Instagram. If you're somebody with 500 followers, now this guy has some something special that is attracting the attention of 10 times more people, right? Which is why a good personal brand is exactly this. What makes you above average? And once you know that, you have to then focus on that and ignore all the rest. The problem is a lot of us want to be like, you know, jack of all traits. I can do this. I can do that. A good personal brand first make you known about only one thing. And then as the brand grows, you can then expand. So Gary Vee is and has always been a social media guru. But nowadays, since, uh, since it's gotten really big, he can talk about a variety of things, including investments, including uh, sports and many other things. Right. But he didn't start out as a guy with all these things. He started out with a guy who could get you to have 1 million followers on whatever uh, platform you're in after about 12 years, right? So that was his ex expertise. So a good personal brand, for me personally, my entire personal brand is about two things. Being a polyglot, which is not a you know, very common thing, and all things international. So I'm not going to talk about things that I have, I don't know, about arts, for example. I'm not going to just talk about sports. I'm not going to talk about, I don't know, uh, a variety of things that I do or care about, uh, but I'm not an expert at, okay? So everything I do in my personal brand is about two things, all things polyglot and all things international. And that will then allow me to get the brand known. And later on, if I want to venture into other areas, whether, I don't know, it's uh, similar areas, now I do have enough basically power to actually make it happen. But until then, I should stick to my basically guns and say, all right, so how many people around the world can speak all these languages? Probably not a lot. All right, that's a good start. That's a good start to build a good brand, basically, right? And once you do that, then you can attract the attention of the audience. And that will then allow you to somehow build a personal brand. So focus on these things. Focus on the talent and focus on what makes you above average. And I'm telling you, you might say like, but Dan, I'm really good at nothing. I'm a total loser. There is no such thing as a total loser. I don't believe it. Bring me one person, anyone you can possibly imagine, and I will show you after about an hour that that person is good at something. There's something about that person that makes him or her 
special in some way because every single one of us, we have a very unique story. Even if you're just a random kid, I don't know, who just lived with your parents all day long and you're doing nothing with your life. If, if you are a lady who just got divorced and life is, you know, perhaps so difficult for you, if you are, you know, an elderly and you feel like that your parents basically just passed away and your kids just left the house and all you're alone by yourself, it really doesn't matter who you are, or how old you are, or what your gender is, what your race is. All that matters is every single one of us, we are above average at something. Whether it is uh, your passion for FIFA, whether it is your passion for cooking, let's say exotic, uh, basically dishes, we all have something. You want to build a brand around that thing. And avoid anything that is average from that brand. Remove it. If you're an average, for example, seller, don't sell and do not talk about sales in your personal brand. If you're average in academia, don't talk about, I don't know, your, your SAT test or something like this, right? Just stick to what you're above average or good at. And that will then allow you to promote yourself much better, basically. That makes a lot of sense. And um, um, I had a very good friend of mine who was actually telling, um, telling me something very interesting. He was like, either be very good at one one." Um, one particular thing or have one particular talent that you're really good at or combine a few uh, areas or talents that is in demand and nobody else has makes it makes you unique already interesting so right now Pujix, i'm gonna ask you right now what do you think makes you unique and what do you think is a good thing for your for your personal brand of course uh, other I than think... the btp brand that is other than the btp brand what are the other things right. that you think make you cool and special well i'm 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 quite, I'm quite uh I'm quite bald, but that's not unique. <laughs> well, it is. The way you dress right now, I mean, you shave yeah. it all and you have like this cool beard. That yeah. is a unique look. It's not, it's, it's not, not as, of course, as almost a fashion, but it's still not as popular, right? Yes. And, and, and exactly. So, um, and I have a, I don't know if people's noticed, but if people who know me personally, I have quite a big nose and a lot of people ask me, why don't you actually go and do a nose job and whatever? I was like, so what? To become like everybody else? Like, <laughs> you see that? Amazing. You see, a big nose could actually be a good thing in your brand. Right? I, everybody, everybody who sees me once remembers me. That's, that's amazing. I, I want oh, that. You see that? That's what I'm talking about. Of course, you literally, yeah, I remember once we were chatting about how you use your uh, nose in other areas as well that are more intimate and very useful as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's, let's keep that off the topic. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Man, I wish I had that ability, man. Yeah, well, see, top of the world. Yeah, like, and, and, and quite interestingly, sometimes the things that you think is your weakness actually turns out to be a, a strength used correctly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, now we're coming to the end part of the show. So, do you, is there anything you think we missed or you want to revamp? Not really. It was a great topic. Today we talked about the importance of promotion and how to promote yourself very well. And we also talked about the importance of having a personal brand. We mentioned that if you want to get a good social life, whether it is at work, at home, you need to promote yourself. You can't be shy. You can't go under the radar. People, sh if you are really good at something, Start shouting, I'm good at this, world, look at this, I'm good at this. And guess what? What do you think will happen when you start shouting, oh, guess what, guys? I'm good at this and this. Immediately, you'll attract haters, jealous people, uh, critics. Oh, you should not do that. And all these things, right? So it's normal. And when that happens, you understand that you have no choice but to continue because that's the only way to win. Those who are winning Simply don't listen to those haters and critics and just keep promoting themselves. 
And we understood that if you do, if, if you are good at something, but nobody knows, it's as if you do not have that skill or ability or talent. And we then talked about the importance of creating a good personal brand about the things that you are above average or ex excellent at, not just, you know, average. We said average is your enemy. Uh, basically, uh, Grant Cardone says, uh, you know, it's all about avoiding that trap. They, they say that average is uh, the, all, the worst standard that is unfortunately quite accepted these days in our modern society, not just in the United States, but all around the world, basically. And uh, he's uh, vehemently against anything average. And he promotes people and he, he promotes himself and wants others to promote themselves in a way that uh, somehow shows and portrays them as above average in whatever they do. But understand this, you cannot be above average or excellent at everything. It's impossible. No, I've never seen a single person who was good at everything. We all have flaws. We all have weaknesses. I do have plenty of them. I'm sure Pujit has as well. And I'm sure you're uh, that listen to us right now. You also know your own weaknesses. We all have a ton of weaknesses, man. And because of this, we simply have to be uh, confident about those weaknesses, accept them as who they are. And then we have to just focus on our strength and try to promote it and understand that that's all we need to have a successful personal brand. And by focusing on the right amount of promotion, I guess life gets a lot easier in both business as well as personal life. Excellent. Awesome. And uh, thank you for being here as always. It's my pleasure, my man, as always, choosing great topics. Love the show, man. Thanks, man. Goodbye, everybody.